0: The final lap of the show, the final hour. I'm Tabo. Sholemashau is my surname and I'm with you till 12. We've got just a few minutes left. I'm standing for Clement and uh, I am thrilled to be with you, especially as the holidays have now been officially concluded. I'd like to believe, although some of you are still on holiday and uh, the school children are having a time of their lives. I'm thinking uh, some will be opening on the 10th, others on the 17th and uh, it's all systems go. We can safely say that the festive season is Julie behind us. Speaking of which, I'm sure you had a fantastic time over the long holidays that we've had. They felt shot. Uh, you spend time with family, with friends, with loved ones. But it also might have had been an opportunity to reflect on this, that and the other, especially relationships. Some of the people that you spend time with from your family side, do you think that They deserve a little bit of social distancing. Perhaps you find that your values are somehow inconsistent. And mismatched. It could be that there is one person who's always, always bothering you with money in the family and you're thinking, I just want to cut ties with this person. It could be it could have been your brother, your sister, your uncle, your aunt, your granny, your mom, your father, whoever else in your family. Have you gotten to a point where you cut off ties completely with a family member and you thought, uh-uh, this is enough. Enough is enough. Yes, I can not choose my family, but I can choose to distance myself from them. If I feel that they are not contributing towards my happiness, they're taking more than they are adding. And if anything else, the toxicity is insidious and it is poisoning my livelihood. I would like to take a break from this person. Are you even allowed to do that? Do the rules of the universe allow you to do that? This is your family, by the way. This is your brother. This is your sister. This is your cousin, your granny, your aunt. You you are blood. Are you even able to take some time from them? Are you able to say, I've cut these people off completely from me? Does the law allow that? The unwritten laws of life? Maybe you have. Please share that with us. Why have you cut off ties with family members? What brought you to that point where enough was enough? Or you're on the verge of doing that right now, but you don't know how to. How do you even go about it? 11 702 9 after 11.
1: 702. Family Matters.
0: And we call it Family Matters. Susan Gregor Harlan is my guest, uh, and Susan is Family and Parenting Coach. Uh, happy 2024, Susan. Hello. Welcome to 702.
2: 2024 to
0: you as well sorry i, I pressed the button a bit late <laughs> there I, but i did pick up the wonderful sentiment uh, uh thank you susan for that and welcome uh great having you with us and i hope your holidays were wonderful
2: yes thanks for having me on the show again and yes they were wonderful nice and relaxed <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. Susan, I am picking up that uh, we are hearing you intermittently, but let's try one more time. And if the problem persists, I'll take your call back to the producers who will attempt to uh, place you on a better line. But let's start off first with family, Susan. And uh, as the basis, what is family? Is it only people that I'm related to by blood or can it be extended? What, What would be the sort of right definition of family?
2: Um, By definition, obviously, it's by blood or, um, you know, genetically connected. But in a broader sense, for me, Thabo, it is the people that you allow into your inner circle. Mm. Mm. The people you are closest to who know you the best, who are there when you need them, those for me are your family. It can be your friends. Mm. It can be, you know, your partner. It doesn't necessarily have to be blood.
0: It then follows that uh, those people need to enjoy a certain element of proximity to you, but not just that. Um, uh, Some reciprocity of uh, uh, goodwill has to exist, uh, doesn't it, Susan?
2: Absolutely, absolutely. Remember, whenever whenever there's any dealing with, other people it's relationships whether it's at work whether it's family whether it's friends it all comes down to one statement and that is relationships sure Uh,
0: then what happens when those relations are a bit strained and you feel that perhaps um the other party is taking more than it is giving and uh, for whatever reason it is exhausting on you Are you allowed to cut them off? Your brother, your sister, your mom, Susan? Are you allowed to cut them off?
2: You are, but it's a process. You can't go from zero to hero. (laughs) 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 You know, because remember, there's always circumstances. There's always the other person's perspective, um, two sides to the story, and then the truth. Um, So it is a process, um, and one has to go through that process. Um, just to honor
0: the other person as well. Sure. Say a bit about that process Susan and I'll take a back seat a little bit as you explain that because um, uh, a lot of people and we have different cultures here in South Africa we are a uh, a potpourri of uh, interesting colors and uh, in that way someone may come from a different background and they'll tell you that family is for life. There's absolutely no way even if my uncle could be wrong a million times, whatever it is that they would do to me, um, I'm not allowed culturally to distance myself from them um, I'd Say a bit about the process of cutting people off What At which point is it okay to do that starting from A?
2: Well the first thing is that in any relationship um, there has to be a set of boundaries that are explained to all members in the relationship So this is what I tolerate, that's what you tolerate, this is the middle line for us. And everybody, regardless of be it family, be it work, be it friends, everybody needs to have clear set boundaries in their lifetime because problems start arising when those boundaries aren't clear. Mm -hmm. And if a family member has boundaries and says, you know, just guys, this is what I tolerate in my life, this is what I don't tolerate in my life. Um, everybody knows the playing field, mm. and every family, in general, should have a set of boundaries
3: mm. Mm. Uh,
2: because uh, those boundaries actually make all of safe.
0: Mm. Uh, could it be my fault if I'm unable to communicate those boundaries that the next person feels okay with traversing them?
2: Um, it's just you know. With everything, boundaries are the always the hardest. <laughs> yeah. Um, and if you are not good in keeping those boundaries, you know, in place, then it, you are partly to blame.
0: Mm. But boundaries... You know, where... it's the
2: same as with our children.
0: Sure, sure. B- boundaries where families consent, uh, shouldn't there be a little bit of uh, latitude, a bit... Uh, because this is family; it's not just Abel from work, uh, who's a technical producer, and it's not just some person that I met at school. This is family. A bit of latitude for family.
2: A hundred percent. And you, as an individual, decide how much latitude you're going to give them. Mm, mm. Are you going to be the one who is, you know, are you going to lend money to your cousin a hundred times until you're broke?
0: Mm. What's the so straw You have to
2: decide. Sorry, go ahead. You have to decide where that limit is. And you have to exp- express that limit. Listen, I'll give you five chances, or they've come for the 10th time for money. You say, right, you've come to me 10 times. This will now be the last.
0: Uh, uh, two or three things, if you will, Susan, of um, straws that could break the camel's back.
2: Definitely money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Definitely money. Yeah. Definitely money. Yeah. disrespecting. Yeah. You know, if you're constantly disrespecting a family member's time, and often difference of opinions, difference of opinions are very hot topics, mm. very personal topics. You know, topics that bring up our own, our own sort of values and the way we see the world. You know, I also always tell my children, I tell. Told them the five hot topics that, if you feel safe and comfortable in the environment, you don't go there.
3: Mm, mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you,
2: you know, sort of like how you raise your children. Families <laughs> often have lots to say about that. Um, especially the older generation. Yes. Um, so that can cause conflict. Yeah. yeah. Money, religion. Religion is a big one.
3: Mm.
2: Um. Also, you know, our sexual preferences is also a big one. Mm. And those are often hot, hot, hot potatoes mm. that can cause quite a bit of conflict.
0: Yeah. and is... So you can
2: avoid them. Avoid them. You yeah. know, and you can, if you have a family member, sorry, if you have a family member who you know will bring these topics up, you can say, you know, that's not a topic we really yeah need to discuss on a, on a family holiday.
0: Mm. And I mean, raising the issue of the ANC's competency to govern at a Christmas party where you have different (laughs) family members. Perhaps that's also another potential of splitting the family in two, but that's, that's a different show altogether. 011-883-0702.
2: Sorry, cabal, especially when there's also alcohol involved you know so you've got to look at your things and
0: go oh no I'm not the jam. you know there's a Latin saying in vino verita I mean, I mean in wine there's truth so it could be that the truth propels divisions more than otherwise uh, allow me to uh, bring in calls here Susan on 011 883 0702 011 883 0702 it's 17 minutes after 11 o'clock Feel free to participate? Have you cut off some members of your family? And why? Why did you do that? Was it difficult? Was it easy? Was it a decision that you took and you stood by it? Send us a voice message or a text message to 072-702-1702. Or perhaps you don't know how to go about doing that. Family and parenting coach Susan greger Hallen is joining us. Maybe you want to throw some few questions to her to ask you to hold your hand and navigate this process of uh, maybe keeping a social distance between yourself and your loved ones whom you feel that they're not good for you. For whatever reason and they're not contributing to your growth development and happiness and uh, you've been wondering is it okay to say to my sister i don't want to see you anymore don't come to my house um let's not even greet each other when we see each other at the mall or wherever else uh it's a goodbye let's pretend we don't know each other that sounds too crude or maybe you've been there. 11 702 I'd love to hear from you. Speaking of which, uh, this text message says, Tabo, I have cut off my dad since 2014. Even if I see him at family gatherings, malls, I pass like I don't know him. Wow. And how is that for you? How do you feel? Is it, have you become stoic? And have you become... Um, uh, resolved that uh, you, it doesn't, it doesn't affect you at all. Here's another one that says, Tabo, my mom is so toxic towards me. Ever since, uh, okay, I lost that one. It says, my mom is so toxic towards me. Ever since I lost my job. Um, worst part, she's also doing that to my daughter. I wish I could cut her, but I can't. Uh, I wish I could cut her. I can't. I love her. Whoa, we'll hear what Susan has to say about it. 011 Susan, this seems very difficult.
2: It is. Um, you know, and your mom is it's a hard one, and your dad is a hard one. So they must be really pushed um, to the edge for this. Does mm. the lady know why her mom has sort of cut her off? She says there since she lost her job, um, which is traumatic. Um, so I do feel for her Um, but what you know was it just before that was it after that so you have to look at the situation that causes the split Mm. Um, you know we don't know the whole reason behind that and she should maybe you know think about has she done anything has she said anything and even ask the mom you know I always think start by asking have I done anything Mm. to upset you Mm. Mm. you know you can't you can't work from no information
0: sure sure uh, and, and one of the texts that we received earlier on that I read out, it says, I've cut off my dad since 2014. Even if I see him at family gatherings or malls, I pass like I don't know him. That must be difficult, Susan.
2: It is difficult. It, it is difficult. And that must have been a very severe reason to do that. Mm. Um, so I'm not going to guess what sure. the reason was. Um, but, you know, it's always interesting to then find out how do they feel. Mm. Once they have cut that member out, um, is there a sense of relief? Is there a sense of, okay, I can breathe. My mental well-being is okay. Um, You know, breaking relationships, be it with anyone, is always heartbreaking. There's always a sense of loss. There's always a sense of grief. And we have to understand that if we're going to do that with members of the family, we are going to experience those emotions of grief.
3: Mm.
2: because you are literally saying goodbye to somebody. Yeah. If, if you're going to do it completely like that.
0: Mm. And um, I'm wondering about those who are watching, uh, the spectators to this. And I use the word spectator very loosely because it could be your mom if you're fighting with your dad and you don't speak to him anymore. It could be your siblings uh, who are bystanders and watching and often offering commentary uh, to the effect could be relatives, friends, people who, uh, ha- with whom you've grown up uh, together. And, and those uh, spectators, I'm wondering to what extent uh, does their weight on you affect your mental wellness as well, Susan?
2: Well, it depends on whether they're supportive or not. Mm. Um, you know, and how much information they know about the reason for the split. Mm. Um, you know, in families, you always get different characters. Some are the peacemakers. Some are the ones who are the problem solvers, the fixers. So, if you have a sister, perhaps who's a uh, um, what a peacemaker, mm. she won't want the conflict to be there. Mm. But that's her stuff, not your stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so one thing we have to remember in families and actually in the world in general is everybody looks at the world through their own lens, mm, mm, through mm. our eyes. So we can't presume we know what another person is feeling or what they're going through. And that's always what I say to people. If if a family member says, oh, you shouldn't be doing that, a good re- reply, okay, if you were in my shoes, what would you do?
3: Mm.
0: Now, and
2: ref- deflect it back to the person who's questioning
0: you. Sure, sure, Susan. For the big one, how do I cut off relations then? Be it with my sister, my brother, my aunt, my uncle, uh, my uh, my mom, my dad. How 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 do I say? I mean, assuming I've reached my limit, assuming the line has Thanks. been crossed, uh, do I just go cold turkey, not call them? Uh, not speak to them? How, how do I cut those relations?
2: You have to do it, for, for oneself, one should always do it respectfully. Um, because you also don't want backlash.
3: Mm.
2: You know, that comes afterwards. So let's say, for instance, you want to cut off ties with your sister. Um, I would approach and say, I have to have a very difficult conversation with you. And it's breaking my heart to have this conversation with you. Because you are my sister, but I feel that for many years now, or many months, or I've tried, but my boundary with you keeps on being overstepped. Mm. Mm. And so I'm needing for my, for myself, and my, for my own mental well-being and my emotional well-being, and maybe for my family, I'm needing us to have a break from each other. Mm. And you do it slowly, so. I'm not going to be contacting you for the next month, mm, mm. and we'll see how that goes. Wow! And, and I'd re- and you can say, and I'd really appreciate it if you respect my decision.
0: Wow, that that sounds very difficult. But let's take a call, and then we'll come back uh, to, uh, to 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 the modus operandi of that, uh, Susan Faith. You're in Jowak. Good Good morning to you. Hey, Faith.
4: Oh, sorry. I, I didn't realize you were speaking to me. <laughs> no. How are you?
0: I'm free. How are you, Faith? Welcome. Well, thank you.
4: I'm wonderful. Thank you. And the compliments of the season. And to you too. Um, and to
5: you too.
4: I, I think cutting ties with uh, family and especially with like your siblings mm or maybe maybe even your parents, it's like really a tough thing to do. It's a hurtful, painful thing to do. But if you are the one suffering, then you need to make that decision to say, you know what, this is really just the worst situation for me, and it's going to be a lot better if I keep my distance. So what happened is that... um, I've always had good relationships with my siblings, and um, we've never argued, we've never fought, nothing like that. There was always like just love, we get along, and all of that and then my mom died, and everything changed. It was like I was um, with strangers. Everything changed. I don't know whether it was the way we were mourning or or what it was, but my mom's death actually pushed us a bit apart because, um, I don't know, it was, it was the weirdest thing the day of my mom's death because I took care of my mom for the last two weeks of her life and um, it was like things just changed. My, my one sister, she loved taking credit for all sorts of things. And I think that maybe caused a, a, that distance as well, but what was to come was even worse. Mm. You know, when we sat down to say, okay, um, are we going to do things? Who is going to be the executor, et cetera, et cetera. cetera? And um, we all agreed on my one system, Yeah. It was just went back. It was, I didn't know these people. Oh, no. We had a meeting the one day where I just wanted home. Because the things that came out of me was like, Oh my God! They were saying things mm-hmm. about me, which mm-hmm. was like not true. Like mm-hmm. they were speaking to a stranger,
3: mm-hmm. and I couldn't believe these were my sisters yeah. saying these things. And I felt like my skin was gonna pop off my off my body because I just wanted to get away from them. Mm-hmm. I left, needless to say, extremely hurt. Um, I, I wanted to send them an email to tell them about how I felt, mm-hmm. and I just thought, you know what? I'm just going to be by myself, take yeah. all of this in and then see how to handle it and yeah. um, going forward. Sure. And you, you know, we
4: um it, it just became a thing where we just grew more distant and distant. Yeah. Every effort that I made to be in touch with him, that they, they would not reciprocate. And I just felt, you know what? At the end of the day, I think I have done the best that I could do. Sure in touch with them and I am no longer going to subject myself to this pain that I'm feeling. Um, I lost my mom. Shortly after that, my dad passed away.
3: Mm. I
0: lost
4: my siblings whom I thought were my closest um, friends
0: just to discover that these are people that I don't know. said Faith, let's uh, allow uh, Susan to maybe give you some pearls of wisdom. And uh, please listen on the radio. I'm terribly sorry about uh, those... Relations that ended abruptly and that are definitely causing you discomfort. I I feel for you. I let's um, I'm gonna give Susan a chance to reflect on those and perhaps she could point you to the right direction. But uh, to do justice to uh, your 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 response, Susan, I'll have to do that just after our headline news at half past 11 so that uh, I don't just give you six seconds to respond. I, I doubt, I know you, you are extremely competent, but I doubt if uh, given that time, you would be able to give an adequate response. So uh, after the headlines, I will come back straight to you. It's exactly half past 11.
1: 7.02. Family Matters.
0: Back to Family Matters, Susan McGregor is my guest. Uh, She's family and parenting coach and uh, we are asking how do you cut family members off? How and when? Uh, Susan, prior to the break, uh, we had a chat with Faith and uh, she she was obviously feeling a little bit of pain there. And uh, you had the call. I don't want to bore you by repeating the details. How would you respond to her?
2: Well, first, I just want to give my condolences to her for the loss of her parents, not only her parents, but also her siblings, um, because she has lost them. Um, but But secondly, I just want to say that, you know, she's taken her power back. And the fact that she did it because of her mental well-being, I think she should be commended for. It is a very, very hard thing to do, as she explained, and very, very sad and traumatic. But what she also explained about when, when parents die and, or a family member dies and there's a will or there's finances that now have to be dealt with, it's not uncommon for some family members sort of two colors to really come out. Um, so often that is a, a situation where lots of families split up um, because of the death of a family member. Um so, yeah, so what she's not, what she experienced is not uncommon, but very personal to her. Um, so I think the fact that she had was pushed to such a point where she withdrew, I think was very commendable for mm-hmm. her. Um, so I think she, seen, she sounded quite at peace with it, really, Thabo. And I think, you know, in terms of her her own family, yeah. Witnessing yeah. her do that, witnessing mommy, and um, if she has children, I wasn't sure if she had. Mm. Um standing up to people who are not treating their mother correctly, yeah, is a wonderful thing to be exemplifying to her children. Sure. And um, that it doesn't matter who they are, how they treat you is of utmost importance.
0: Yeah. Let's uh, take some voice notes on O seven two seven oh two one seven oh two.
5: Good morning, Tabo. <laughs> How do we do that? Because technically, when you go back home, you are forced to meet with those people. My younger mm. brother, he has so much anger. I think he is his anger is related to his own personal failure based on his own personal choices. Mm. Mind you, over the Christmas, we were home having fun. He decided to flat my car tires. Wow. He tries to start a fight And when we're not entertaining him He decided when we were sleeping To flat my tires Like to kind of like step on oh, bottles no. Of alcohol And when we're sitting uh, Having You know family talks He would switch off the main switch Oh, <laughs> oh <no>. my god <laughs> The person is very toxic But how do you ignore them How do you stop seeing them they are very toxic. They don't want to see anyone laughing yeah. and happy. It doesn't matter how much you try to ignore them.
0: Oh no, that can be okay, Susan.
2: Wow, <laughs> no, that's definitely not okay on every level. Um, sure, that is that's a quite a, a shock one. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not yeah. Not gonna lie. Sure. Um, but in terms of, he was clearly you know, directing all his anger towards his sister. But what were the other family members doing? Because they were witness to this. So it's not a one-sided opinion. This is what he actually did. Um, So in that case, it would be more of a family standing together Mm. and approaching him and saying, this is not acceptable. If you cannot behave in a certain way, then you are not welcome here.
0: A- and um, to the effect, what can she do to uh, m- must she try to uh, perhaps soothe the relations, speak to him, or maybe maintain um, a-, a healthy distance from from the toxic brother?
2: Well you could try all, you could try different aspects. You could get a mediator, maybe an elderly member of the family who could be seen as non-biased. And have a mediated conversation with him, um, where you both get to have their say, Um, barring that not working. um, You could then actually take it, step it up right up to the next level Mm. and report it to the police. He Uh slashed my tires.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. And and that would show him how serious you are. Mm. Mm. That this is beyond family now. Sure, sure. He's upped it to another level.
0: Yeah, and that can be a difficult. 18 to 12 more voice notes.
2: Good morning, Tabo. Great topic. Um, I'm listening to Susan when she's saying
5: money could be a contributory factor in these conflicts.
2: I just want to say, um, in the aspect of money, those who have money in the family, also do have a great potential to cause conflict because you find that whatever they say be it reasonable or not we will always be told uh-uh, so whatever they say go i have social distance myself for more than 10 years and i'm more happier and i'm i realize that actually i'm beautiful
5: this is Usbobo from the valley.
1: Good morning, Tabo and your guest. Um, two years ago, I um chose. Two years ago, I had an event and I chose to invite a a family member, and only to find out that um it would have ramifications with the rest of the family as in the as in my immediate family, and wow it it i I think the reaction um and the subsequent actions that took place afterwards they had an profound impact on me personally because it made me question if I truly know my own immediate family um and also. I think more importantly, it absolutely impacted my kids. And so in that, you know, I I had to distance myself. I had to distance my kids. And at a time where I felt okay, then reintroduce them to the family. But will I ever forget? Absolutely not. But do I forgive them? Absolutely, because I need to get on with my life. Mm -hmm. And I know that what I did was not malicious. It was not a malicious intent. And I'm not going to sit here and try and prove that to the world when they're not necessarily willing to listen to me. Nawazi, Walkerville. (laughs)
0: no <laughs> but I'm glad you've taken a decision to give yourself a break and a breather from the toxicity uh by forgiving, perhaps not forgetting but uh forgiving for your own sake uh, that's that that usually helps Susan to percent. be
2: strong strong women there making strong decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, so well but yeah, especially, you know, when we have our own families, we're now starting to consider. As she mentioned, it was affecting her own children. Mm-hmm. Um, you do have to decide, you know, is my immediate family more important than my my family that I have at home with mm-hmm. me, who I'm wanting to raise and teach different things to Um, and having to prepare them for life that they're going to encounter, it's a tough decision. Um, And that's why family conflicts are never easy and should never be looked at fleetingly. You know, as Mm. I said, you have to take steps. You can't just (laughs) cut it off unless it's severe. Um, Because it is hard. Um, It is traumatic. And the effects can be long-lasting.
0: Yeah, yeah. And these conversations are never easy because you share a very strong bond and background with these individuals. They don't just emanate from Norway. Um, there are some beautiful memories perhaps in the past and uh, you are nostalgic about it. And so, um, it, it and the difficulty of the conversation as well uh, is other people who are, are, are concerned. Therein, um, maybe you have, um, you know, common groups that you frequent and uh, that you go to together, and so it's it's these are never easy conversations, and poli- uh, politics of persons are more difficult than politics of parties, uh, often. <laughs> Thirteen minutes to yes. twelve o'clock. Uh, well, I'll take more voice notes on 072 702 1702. Well, here's, I've been neglecting to read your, uh, your text messages. Uh, this one says, I have a great topic. Let's remember that unhappy people make others unhappy from anonymous in King, I was uh, instructed by my mother to cut off my father's side of the family. Um, I lost it as another one came through I was instructed by my mother To cut off my father's side of the family And I'd, I did it with gusto Cutting ties is the best decision ever um, uh, <clears throat> Let's go to another one Hi table. It's Kidumez here in Porchev's room I've cut off my mom's uh, side of. I've cut off my mom After experiencing years of neglect, what made it worse, uh, her choosing choosing a man over me, my wife and kids. It's not easy, but I I had to cut her off. I had to cut the umbilical cord of no love. These are quite heavy. These yeah. are quite heavy. Uh, then, I mean, Susan, what do you do after cutting off? I would assume that a process of grief kicks in, even though these people yeah. are not literally dead. But figuratively, they could be absent from you. And grief, proverbial, perhaps, it's there nonetheless. Yes.
2: Absolutely. And you have to be aware of that and conscious of that and know the stages that go through. You know, so there will be severe sadness. Then there will be anger. You know, then there will be frustration. And eventually, there will be healing. But as that one lady said, you can never forget, but you can always forgive. And often, the forgiving is not for the other person, but for you, so that you can continue. Um, and we need to remember that our our families are chosen for us. Um, but how we choose to interact with our families is our choice.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, more text messages. Uh, this one says, "Tabo, what if you are the one being cut off and you don't even know why?" Susan,
2: ask, ask. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as I said, you, you, you never know. You don't know where to start unless you have asked. And if if they say, oh, "Well, you should know," you know, you can say, "But that's why I'm asking because I don't know, and I I can't fix something if mm. I don't know the problem." Mm. Mm. You know, if you go in showing that you're wanting to fix, you're wanting to understand, you're wanting to see how you can maybe mend things or get clarity um, or accept their decision, you know, you have to ask the question, why? Mm. Mm. Yeah. You know, And little kids are always so good. Little kids always ask, why, 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 why? <laughs> and we stop. we stop doing that as we become adults. Yeah. We stop asking why.
0: Yeah. Uh let's go to uh a different question. Morning, T S M, please keep me anonymous. I think it's critical that we learn how to cut people off if they start to compromise our emotional well being. I've done it in the past, uh with a parent and toxic extended family. Some relationships are just not worth it. Families everything, but not at all cost. Uh, Susan, you, uh, is, yes. is is there, is it true, uh, or is there always hope where there's family?
2: I think there's always hope with everyone, <laughs> regardless mm-hmm. of family. You know, but it's you who decide how much hope you're going to have, how many chances you're going to give them, what they need to display. You know, behaviours they need to display to make you think, okay, they're going to have uh, another chance. Because remember, as much as you're growing in your life. And changing, so may they be. Mm. So you might not speak to a sibling for three years, and then one day, at a fun- function you happen to bump into each other, and you've both gone through more life experiences that have changed both of you.
3: Mm. And
2: maybe then there can become some. There can be some reconciliation. So you never. I always say, never shut the door to hope.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And perhaps after the. A distance that has uh, been created by whatever circumstances, um, trying to reconcile, um, would, would be also a bit difficult. Uh, and it would be dependent on both parties. On the other hand, it would depend on whether someone is receptive of your warm gestures, if there are any. And on the other side, it would also depend on your gestures, if they are sincere and, and also, uh, delightful to, to, to the other party. Reconciliation after that?
2: Yes, you know, absolutely. And the thing is that if, if, as you said, it has to be dependent on both parties, it can't be one-sided. But if it is one-sided, it also gives you clarity and gives you def, you know more definition of yes, I made the right decision to cut ties. Um, so either way, it can be a win-win situation, either giving you more certainty of your decision or opening the door for reconciliation. Uh,
0: what, what are the cultural implications, Susan, um, to cutting off ties? Um, so some people would say, again, in my culture, I, I don't do this. Uh, it's unheard it's of. If I were to cut off my uncle, my aunt, or my mom, at worst, the entire family would cut me off immediately would think, how dare you? Who do you think you are? This has never happened. You go out there and adopt different uh, uh, attitudes from different cultural backgrounds, and here you are bringing them to, to, to this uh, setup. up. That's unheard of. Uh, perhaps the Portuguese family would be holding uh, the f- concept of family to a high esteem, and so much that uh, it is frowned upon, especially for a younger member of the family, to even think of entertaining, creating a distance from uh, them and uh, the grandmother, perhaps you know. So, um, does culture influence us on these things, and can it be a hindrance to to us truly being happy?
2: It can. I mean, it can absolutely affect us, and you know, it can determine our whole lives. Um, but then, you as an individual, if if your culture is plays a huge part to you and you want to honor it, you know, then seek guidance within your culture, um, within one's culture. So if you, let's say Portuguese, seek a grandpa in the, in the family thing. you know, granted, this is how I'm feeling. How do I not upset everybody? But how do I remain healthy and have healthy relationships in this setting? Mm.
3: Um,
2: because It's all very well to point fingers and say, don't, don't, don't. But there has to be someone in that culture, in your home, who can offer you guidance and be supportive and help you through it, if that is your choice. If it is your choice to abandon the culture, you have to understand what you are going to be letting go of.
0: Mm, You know...
2: You have to be able to make peace with that.
0: Sure. I... I, I used to, I mean, uh, I, I've got a fantastic friend um who would often say that she was willing to even cut off relationships with uh, a relationship with her child, uh, her son to be exact. If it meant that uh, she was not happy and uh, that relationship brought about tears, she would even tell a child that if you go off the rails uh, the way you have been doing, um, I, I'd, I'd rather not see you as a son and uh, distance myself from you. And I'm just thinking that is a serious umbilical cord uh, to <laughs> cut there. I mean, the metaphor is not lost uh, on mother and son. Uh, but I'm just thinking it's it that must be very, very serious, Susan.
2: Ex- extremely. And that's, you know, when you get the, the saying, tough love. You know, sometimes you have to... Uh, You know, with children, if they're making the wrong decisions constantly and it's affecting your home life and the other siblings, sometimes the last resort is the tough love. Um, But then often someone will seek guidance and counsel for that because that is really, as you say, severing that umbilical cord. And it's very hard. I think it's a lot easier, although it is hard for fathers to do that, do the tough love, than it is for mothers. So when a mother is saying that, then you must know, child, that things are bad.
0: <laughs> mm, no, definitely, definitely. And, and uh, Susan, before we come to the end of this discussion, um, it, it's easier said than done, right? And often we live in a society where everyone wants to be assertive and uh, they can do this, they can do that. Um, the cutting off family ties is not new at all, I'd like to believe. It has happened in the past, I'm sure, even though perhaps there were no radio shows back then speaking about it. Uh, But uh, it's nothing new. And uh, we've seen it in uh, various other generations where people haven't been chatting to each other, haven't been talking or communicating with each other for years even.
2: Yes, yes. (laughs) And we will continue to see it, Tom. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, because it's, it's all about human interaction and how we connect or how we disconnect from each other. Um, and so it will be here. And I always say it, it, it's far easier said than done. Mm. You know, I can sit on your show and give lots of advice and mm. guide people on how to do it. But to be the person who actually has to do it is very hard. And yeah. one must always show some empathy towards them.
0: Sure. Susan, so thanks. Very much for your time. Really appreciate it. Uh, It's been fantastic talking to you. All the best for 2024. Uh, We'll chat again, I'm sure, in the near future. Susan
3: McGregor-Holland.